You're listening to Madison Votes, the City of Madison Clerk's Office podcast, where we give you an inside look into the voting process and empower you, the Madison voter, with the information you need to feel confident about exercising your right to vote. Our goal at the City Clerk's Office is to ensure every voter in Madison is able to cast a ballot and have that ballot counted. Join us and take a crucial step toward becoming an informed voter right here on Madison Votes. Welcome to the Madison Votes 2020 podcast series. My name is Thomas. I am a Wisconsin certified municipal clerk and one of 10 team members in the Madison City Clerk's Office who help facilitate the right to vote for our city. We are producing this podcast series with help from Madison City Channel, and we're doing it to answer questions we frequently hear from voters. This podcast episode is going to focus on voter registration. So joining me today is Deputy City Clerk Jim Verbeck. Welcome, Jim. Thank you, Thomas. I'm happy to be here. So I want to start with a few statistics. Um, We currently have 190,000 registered voters in the city of Madison. We anticipate that at least 30,000 Madison residents will register or update their registration before the November 3rd election. And we estimate that we will have 20 to 25,000 voters register at the polls on election day. That's right, Thomas. As we celebrate National Voter Registration Day on September 22nd, the clerk's office would like to encourage Madison residents to verify their voter registration. And how can a voter verify their registration? The website myvote.wi.gov allows voters to search by name and date of birth to verify their voter registration. So that's myvote, M-Y-V-O-T-E dot W-I dot G-O-V. So can you tell us a little bit more about what they'll find when they go there? Yeah, the site provides voters with a lot of helpful information statewide. Uh, You can use it to check the status of your voter registration, find out what will be on your ballot, find your polling place, request an absentee ballot, track the status of your absentee ballot, and for many voters, register to vote online. Who can uh, register to vote online? The MyVote website offers online voter registration for voters who have a Wisconsin driver's license and a Wisconsin ID card and have an up-to-date address on file with the Department of Transportation. So you can go online to update the address you have on file with the Department of Transportation, as long as your name hasn't changed. Um, How do voters find the link for updating their address with the DOT before they register to vote online? When they go to the MyVote website and click on Register to Vote, the site will ask the voter to look up their voter registration. Once they select the option to update their address, the site provides them with a link for changing the resident's address on file with the DOT. After completing the update, the voter should go back to the MyVote website to update their voter registration online. Okay, and as soon as the voter finishes the online voter registration, they are actually just right away able to look up their name on the MyVote website to verify that they are registered at their new address. Um, Is there a deadline for registering to vote in this online way? Yes, there is a deadline. In Wisconsin, voter registration closes 20 days before each election. The last day you can register online before the November 3rd election is Wednesday, October 14th. The same deadline applies to the postmark for voters who are registering through the mail. 
Okay, so registering to vote through the mail may be a good option for someone who doesn't have a Wisconsin driver license or Wisconsin ID. Um, how does a voter begin that process? You would start at the same website, myvote.wi.gov. One of the voter registration options on the site is to complete the voter registration form online, print it out, and then mail it to the clerk's office along with a proof of address. Proof of address would be a single document that shows the name and address you listed on the voter registration form. Only certain types of documents can be used to prove your address when registering to vote, though. So um, what types of documents are acceptable as proof of address? Yeah, we're limited to the types of documents specifically listed in state statutes, which are an unexpired Wisconsin driver's license, an unexpired Wisconsin ID, a utility bill within the last issued within the last 90 days, this could be water, gas, electric, landline phone, cellular phone, cable or internet, a bank or credit union statement, a mortgage statement, a credit card statement, a paycheck, a tax bill from this year or from last year, a residential lease if registering to vote in person. State law says it's, it can't be used uh, to use in registering to vote through the mail, but you can bring it in person to register. The certified housing list that we have at the polls for UW residence halls and Edgewood College residence halls, as long as the student also shows their student ID card. A contract or intake document from a nursing home or care facility. A private college fee statement issued within the last nine months accompanied by a college student ID. For someone who is homeless, a letter from an agency, whether it's private or public, that is providing services to the homeless. And any government document. That is quite a list. Yeah. Um, and then that last one, any government document, that's really broad. Um, it could be a document from uh, municipal, county, state, or federal government, tribal government, a public school, uh, Wisconsin Technical College, or the UW. Um, what are some specific examples of government documents that voters have used to prove their address when they're registering? Here are just a few examples. Uh, property assessment on the city assessor's website, a vehicle registration you keep in the glove, glove compartment of your car, the Infinite Campus website for an MMSD student, the My UW website for a UW Madison student, the postcard the clerk's office sends you to notify you of a nearby liquor license application. Hmm. If it has your name, if it just says occupant, you cannot use that. <laughs> A letter from Social Security or Social Security Disability, a statement from Food Share, Badger Care, Senior Care, or Wisconsin Works, a document from Medicare or Medicaid, a City of Madison bartender license, a ticket or citation, a court summons or record on CCAP, and a letter from unemployment are ones that you can use. So take a look around if you are looking for something. You may have something in the mail from a government agency of some kind. So several of those documents I know can be electronic. And it's important to know that electronic documents can be used as proof of address, whether you are printing them out or if you're showing them to an election official on your smartphone. Um, so actually, moving on, speaking of which, how would someone register to vote in person then? You can register at the city clerk's office through the Friday before Election Day. Once in-person absentee voting begins on October 20th, you can register to vote at any of the absentee voting sites through the Friday before Election Day. 
and you can always register to vote at your polling place on election day. For any of these options, you'll need to show proof of address. So one thing for sure is that Monday, right before the election, we can't. Like, that's one spot where we can't. Mm. Yeah. So, and the city-county building is locked, but our office has remained open. We are there for sure. We have a phone number posted on a sandwich board sign by the front doors of the building. So just uh, come up to the doors and give us a call from the front of them and we will uh, come out and get you registered to vote. We are open weekdays from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. We also have voter registration drives throughout the city for National Voter Registration Day. That's right, Thomas. Uh, visit our website at cityofmadison.com clerk to see a full list of the voter registration drives we will be hosting this week. Something new this year that we will be holding voter registration drives and ballot drop-off opportunities in every single City of Madison Community Park, Neighborhood Park, and Mini Park from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, September 26th and Saturday, October 3rd. If we have bad weather, our rain dates will be on Sundays. To every single City of Madison Community Park, Neighborhood Park, and Mini Park. A total of 206 parks citywide. I didn't even know there were that many. Yeah, no, me either. So on Saturday, September 26th, or on Saturday, October 3rd, you can show up at your neighborhood park with proof of address, and you can register to vote or update your voter registration. Huh. Okay. The only other thing you would uh, want to bring is your Wisconsin driver's license number, if you have a current and valid Wisconsin driver's license. Because that is a requirement on the form. Yeah, good point. So um, can you walk us through what else is on the voter registration form? At the top of the form, it asks if you are eligible to vote. There are check boxes that certify that you are a U.S. citizen. You'll be 18 by election day. You will have resided at your address for at least 28 days prior to election day, and that you have not, that, that if you have been convicted of a felony, you have completed all the terms of your sentence, including probation, parole, or extended supervision. Because once someone who has been convicted of a felony is off paper, they are eligible to once again register and vote in Wisconsin. That's correct. And next, the form asks for the voter's name, date of birth, and street address. And if a voter doesn't have a traditional street address because they are homeless? There's a diagram actually on the back of the form that they'll be able to use to indicate where they intend to return each day. The form also asks for the city and state where you were last registered to vote. So we can cancel the previous registration and it asks for your previous name if you are registered to vote under a new name. And we should note that the Elections Commission has determined that a name change doesn't go into effect for voting purposes until the voter has updated the name on their voter ID. Exactly. If someone has changed their name but has yet to update their ID, they should continue voting under their previous name until the voter ID shows their new name. The next section on the voter registration form asks for the voter's identification number. If the voter has a current and valid Wisconsin driver's license, they must write down their driver's license number. Otherwise, they should write down their Wisconsin ID card number or the last four digits of their social security number. Finally, the voter checks a box to indicate they are providing proof of address and then there's sign and date and the voter registration form. Okay. So I'd like to back up uh, just for a minute to something you said earlier. You mentioned establishing residency 28 days before the election. 
So what if you move within those 28 days before the election? In that case, you would vote at the polling place for the address where you are last established residency. If you had been at your previous address for at least 28 days prior to election day, you should vote at the polling place for that previous address. Okay. And what if I think I should be registered to vote, but I can't find my voter registration on the My Vote website? Then just give our office a call. It could be that we have a typographical error in your date of birth or the spelling of your name. Yeah. We often hear from voters who are registered to vote, but an organization not associated with our office sends them a registration form. So it's good to know you can always verify your voter registration through the My Vote website. I know a lot of voters are concerned about whether their voter registration could be purged. Um, could you explain the state process for vote, what is called voter list maintenance? Sure. If you vote at least once every four years, you should remain on the poll book. In the summer of odd-numbered years, the state sends a mailing to voters who have gone four years without voting. The mailing gives these voters an option to sign and return a postcard to the city clerk's office in order to remain on the voter list. Otherwise, these voter records get inactivated. Most of these voter maintenance notices come back to our office as undeliverable because the voter has moved elsewhere. The state also sends mailings in odd-numbered years to voters who have moved based on a change of address information from the post office or records on file with the Department of Transportation. Voters included in this mailing were asked to either update their registration or go to the MyVote website to indicate that they hadn't moved. Voters who were included in the mailing are still on the poll book, but a watermark is on the poll book uh, to prompt the poll workers to ask these voters whether they have moved. And that's all, those maintenance uh, things are scheduled for the summer of next year. Correct. Okay. So, and then once you move, as long as you do not view the move as a temporary one, you do need to update your voter registration. Fun fact, even if you move from one unit to another in the same apartment complex, you still need to update your voter registration. That's right. It, the good news is it only takes a couple of minutes to update your voter registration. Yeah, you could even have a poll worker help you um, they, by literally filling out the form as you verbally answer each question. And then all you have to do is sign or make your mark at the bottom of the form. We're happy to help. Uh, it may be a good idea to register early, though, given the pandemic. Yep. So in terms of doing that, look for our voter registration drives throughout the city um, for National Voter Registration Day. Or stop by your neighborhood City of Madison Park on Saturday, September 26th, or Saturday, October 3rd, or in case of rain, the next day, and you can update your voter registration. So thank you, Jim. Thank you, Thomas. That's our episode today on Madison Votes. Thank you for listening and taking steps to learn more about the voting process in Madison. For more information, head over to our clerk's office website at cityofmadison.com clerk, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MadisonWIClerk. We're always here for you to ensure that Madison votes.